This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I got a special product for my cannabis love in kings and queens. If you love a good pre-roll, a joint, you have that fresh cannabis, we want to make sure it's staying fresh. And so I'm thankful to have Integra Specialty Products here at the Low Life Podcast. Brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging with two-day humidity control packs. Ensure the freshness, potency, and quality of your cannabis with Boost plant-based solutions that only puts in pure water vapor into your dried-out buds. Ideal for flour, pre-roll, edibles, they offer harmonious balance of convenience and freshness. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code LOWLIFE at checkout for 15% off your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lo Von Rumpf. And I'm so happy to be here with you. Whether you're starting the day with me, good morning, if that's the case, buenos dias, mi amor, or you're working out, keep going, queen, get that cardio in, or you're driving right now, be safe, buckle up, bitch. <laughs> I don't know, putting on your makeup, or maybe you're taking it off. Whatever you may be doing, wherever you may be doing it, I'm just so happy to be here with you today. I am. I've missed you. I hope you had a nice 4th of July weekend celebrating America. Well, I mean, if you're here in the States, you're celebrating 4th of July. Uh, but for everyone outside of the U.S. of A, it's just another ordinary weekend. But still, it could be fun filled with swimming and barbecue and good times. I enjoyed my 4th of July weekend. It was good. Also, was celebrating my birthday. So my birthday was June 30th, and I celebrated and just milked it for all it's worth into the 4th of July weekend, all the way up to today. I'm still celebrating. No, I mean, well, sort of. So when it came to my birthday this year, I'm coming from a completely different headspace, a completely different perspective, because, well, this year, it's just been transformative, really, though, in every sense of the word. My priorities have changed where I choose to spend my time and who I spend my time with has changed. Just a complete paradigm shift because of this pandemic. I know we all joke about, you know, 2020 was a shit show, a disaster. Just don't look back, look forward, moving on. And I get it. It was a complete disaster. It was hell for a lot of people. And just to be transparent with you, it was one of the most painful years of my life, really, though. But at the same time of it being a very painful year for me, It was also the most rewarding and also the happiest year I've ever had in my life, if that makes sense to you. (laughs) Am I about to have a meltdown on this podcast? What's happening? It's like a therapy session. I'm just saying, I know we're moving forward and everything's opening up, and I'm so thankful for that. I mean, the world is moving on full steam ahead. I mean, especially here in the United States, people are waxed and vaxxed and ready for a hot girl summer. Let's do this. But I'm just mindful of the fact that people are still trying to recover financially. 
People are still trying to recover mentally from what the hell happened. A lot of families were broken apart. A lot of people lost a loved one and are going through it right now. And some people are just trying to reacclimate themselves back into society, which is its own obstacle in itself. I have a friend of mine and he worked for a company for seven years, loved his job, is very good at it, and was really happy. He had a great office, beautiful view, and pandemic hit. His company didn't survive. He was laid off. And the company actually is non-existent now. Just closed their doors. And this guy who had worked for this company and loved everybody there, they're all his friends. They've just lost touch. And he was scrambling to find another job. And luckily, just last week, he found a new job. He's excited about it. But I met him for breakfast. And he's like, I have so much anxiety, Low. I haven't been in an office in over a year. And I feel like I have no closure from the last place I left. Those were all my friends and colleagues for years, over five years. And I didn't really get to say goodbye to them. We did it like over Zoom, but it was just weird. And, you know, corporate wasn't communicating what was really happening. So it just left a lot of tension. And so he's just going through it right now. I mean, he'll get through it, but it still sucks. So what I'm getting at is if you feel anxious or you're a little uneasy right now. That's completely, perfectly normal. And I totally get it. How I try to like explain the situation in my twisted brain is to just, all right, let's go on a metaphorical plane ride together, okay? All right, so we're on a metaphorical Delta Airlines flight, okay? We're flying through the air. Everything seems to be okay, smooth sailing. And then all of a sudden, boom, turbulence. Plane starts shaking. Oxygen masks are deployed. Lights are flickering. People are freaking out. My chest is getting tight. Oh my God, I got a little diarrhea in my pants. I'm saying a Hail Mary. People are kind of freaking out for a bit. This lasts for two hours. What the hell's going on? Are we going to die? I have no idea. I'm so confused. I'm scared. White knuckling it. Holy shit. Then all of a sudden, we have a nice safe landing. The plane is able to land, touch down in LAX. Thank the Lord. Okay, we're good. Let's get the hell off of Satan's metal tube in the sky. One-way ticket to hell. We're off this plane. Let's go. But we can't get off. The pilot announces, sorry, can't get off, guys. And he's very vague. Doesn't give many details. But we're just on the tarmac or the tarmat, whatever the hell it's called. We're just stuck there. And the flight attendants are like, here, you guys want some peanuts? That's what we can give you to just as we wait. Uh, it will be about 30 minutes of a wait. We're like, 30 minutes? Turns into three hours. Three hours turns to six hours. We still don't have details. Why are we being detained? Why can't we get off this plane? What's going on? Why can't you just pull up to the gate, open the door, and let us off the plane? We don't know why. So people start to get upset. People are getting pissed, angry, restless, rightfully so. Then all of a sudden, the people in first class start talking. They start talking and wondering, what the hell are they keeping from us? Why aren't they telling us the truth? Why are they being so vague with everything? Conspiracy theories start to happen, and those conspiracy theories start to trickle all the way back into coach. Now, the whole plane is confused. Pandemonium ensues, and people are like, you know what? Screw this. I'm taking matters into my own hand. People start cracking the window and just throwing themselves out of the plane onto the tarmac and running to salvation, which is LAX. They just want to get to the terminal. They don't care anymore. So then the pilot sees this. The flight attendants are like, oh my God, the people are revolting. So they just say, shit, let's just open the doors. We're going to let people out. Fine. Everybody out then. So then everybody runs out of the plane. They're free at last. Oh my God. After six hours, just baking that recycled air, literal hell. 
So now everyone runs to the terminal and they're going to the bar. People are getting hammered. They're like, shit, I just need to self-medicate. Other people run to McDonald's to get some chicken nuggets. I run to Cinnabon because I want a churro, but I'll just take a Cinnabon. That's all I got at this point. Some people just jump in an Uber and go straight to see their families because they feel like they haven't seen their family in years. People are just losing it. So that metaphorical Delta flight plane that I'm talking about, let's call that the United States of America, right? And all the passengers inside it are the citizens of the United States, Los Estados Unidos. And then when the plane finally opens up and people are running around and wanting to get their chicken nuggies and get hammered and just like live their best life and just are so thankful to be alive, that's the last three months here in America. So that's kind of how I process it in my head. And I say that because I'm just trying to be mindful that it's really easy to forget now that everything's opened up and feels like we're back to normal, quote unquote, normalcy, that people are still going through it in their own way, even though they can go have a drink at a bar and you can go to Cheesecake Factory and get that delicious bread loaf or whatever without a mask. It's really nice. I'm so thankful for it. So for me, from June 30th, 2020 to uh, June 30th, 2021, that's my little jaunt around the sun. Is that what that phrase is? Like celebrating your your rotation around the sun, whatever that is. Anyway, during that time, that year, which the pandemic, I remember June 30th of last year, we were getting told that everything would be over and open very soon, like by the end of summer. In my head, I knew it would probably be another year. That's just what my gut was telling me. But in that exact year of time, I let go of toxic friendships, my career, my finances, and my life came to a complete screeching halt as it did for the rest of the world too. I'm, I'm not alone in that. I'm not saying this is a solo mission. Everybody is experiencing something. Um, also, my best friend, you know, little Dookie, he died in my arms and it took me out at the knees. It, uh, yeah, that one, that one was really painful for me, but it was also very healing and transformational. And this year, this exact year from June 30th to, um, June 30th, 2021, has completely changed the trajectory of my life. Oh, God, I'm not trying to get all TED talky on you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm a mess. I'm not trying to make this an Oprah episode, but damn. Just telling you how I feel, you know, and what I've been going through. This is what's in my head right now. Oh, God. So there was a quote by Sonia Renee Taylor. Are you familiar with her? She's amazing. She's a poet, an author. She's written some incredible books. If you haven't had a chance to read them, do yourself a favor. You won't be disappointed. She's brilliant. But anyway, I shared a quote from her back in January and I put it on Instagram and I also wrote it in my journal. And I love journaling, especially right now, because I can go back and see how the hell I was feeling and what we were going through. And it's just interesting. It's like a case study for mental health to go back and read my journal entries, which I don't, again, typically do. Uh, but I went back and I, I saw this entry back in January. And this quote was written front and center. And this quote from Sonia really helped me get through the pandemic. It put things in perspective. It gave me some interesting insight as we were in the thick of it with the pandemic. But I want to share this quote one more time today because I just feel like someone might need to hear this right now. I mean, hell, I needed to hear it just yesterday. And I was like, oh, okay, that really helps me. So yeah, I'm going to read this for you from Sonia Renee Taylor. We will not go back to normal. Normal never was. 
our pre-corona existence was not normal other than we normalized greed, inequity, exhaustion, depletion, extraction, disconnection, confusion, rage, hoarding, hate, and lack. We should not long to return to this, my friends. We are now being given an opportunity to stitch a new garment. Ah, Sonia, I'm sewing away. I'm stitching a new freaking garment. (laughs) Some sexual outfit, something cute and trendy for 2021. And I'm taking my old garments from the past, pre-pandemic. Some of those old garments I'm going to metaphorically call toxic friends, exes, people that I don't f*** with anymore, bullshit, drama, insecurities, issues, excess baggage, all that. Those old garments that served me well and had purpose back pre-pandemic. I'm donating them to Goodwill. Just boom, out of my closet. You could resell them. You could burn them. Do whatever you want. Because I'm busy over here with my brand new wardrobe, just stitching and sewing away, adding leather sleeves and making some cute looks. So that's where I'm at right now, (laughs) just with my new garment. And uh, yeah, so when it came to celebrating my birthday, that's where we were getting with this (laughs) before my TED Talk. Sorry about that. When it came to celebrating my birthday this year, I just didn't feel like putting in the effort and doing a big party or a group dinner and organizing things. And I just wanted to take any pressure off. I already feel like I got the best gift I could ever ask for in life. My family and friends are healthy and alive. Really, though, that's all that matters to me, that my loved ones are okay. They're they're healthy and they're happy. And that's all I could ask for, truly. So when it came to wanting to celebrate my birthday and yeah, typically I'd be like, let's have a party or a bonfire or get everybody together. And that requires effort on my end because I'm the planner in every group, which I love doing, by the way. Um, I always make sure everything runs seamlessly and I know I'm good at planning stuff and people love when I do it. So there I am. But for this one, I just wanted to not worry about that and uh, take it easy. And that's exactly what I did. There was no pressure on it. Uh, It was just a nice little intimate dinner that the queen, she ended up cooking an amazing Thanksgiving meal for me. I enjoyed that. I had another dinner with a friend and spent the time that I would be planning a dinner or getting ready and all that stuff. I spent that time floating in a pool, sending voice notes to uh, friends and family in my innermost circle, people I just love, and just thanking them for helping shape me into the person I am today. And just thank you for being alive. Thank you for you know, being supportive and, and just showing gratitude. And that to me, I'm like, this is a good freaking birthday. So yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. I ended up eating a Thanksgiving meal. Queen threw it down in the kitchen. I ate, I drank wine. I took an edible. I passed out like a fat cat and just felt incredible. Hair thinning impacts a lot of us. In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over 1 million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. I've been recommending it to my friends and family. I take it. My mama, the queen takes it. Queen, you love it. Oh, yeah. I recommend it to my hairstylist. I recommend my sister-in-law and even my niece. We range in age from like 22 to 67. They're loving it. Yeah, they are. It's a great Mother's Day gift. Oh, I love it. 
It's amazing. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I was talking to Elliot before my birthday. Him and I had this conversation, this heart-to-heart till 2.30 in the morning. Like, I do not have those conversations with people. Like, Elliot is definitely the exception, but he's a cancer crab just like me. Little pinch, pinch. His birthday is... 10 days after mine. So we were talking about our birthdays and he's like, I just don't want to feel pressure or have to plan anything or wonder who I'm going to spend it with. And this friend or that friend, or, you know, like I get where he's coming from on that end, because even though him and I are completely different in every sense of the word, when it comes to friendships and how we navigate relationships, I think we're wired very similarly. Um, And we're both pleasers and we both at different times with different people sacrifice or negated what we really want to do, uh, like for our birthdays or something so that other people can be more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So that being said, this year, he just wanted to unplug and he's like, I just want to get away. And I was thinking the same thing to myself. I was like, I just want to get away too. I just want to unplug, decompress. I don't want to put any effort into it. I want to escape LA. I want nature around me. And as I'm saying this, Elliot's like, that's all I want too, lo. So we both decided in that moment, just organically just happened. We came to the conclusion of like, should we escape and unplug and just do exactly what we want together? <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what we're doing. We're doing a little getaway in a cabin, a little broke back mountain adventure. <laughs> so It'll be nice though. I'm so looking forward to it because, well, I get a little bit of nature. I get to unplug for a bit. And, uh, and it gives me just time to unwind, do some puzzles. I want to cuddle up on the couch and watch a freaking movie and just do the absolute bare minimum. We're going to podcast a little bit, which will be fun. And it also gives me a chance to respond to your DMs. Thank you guys for the most beautiful DMs you've sent me. Really, though, I had mentioned a couple episodes back that when I had updated my phone with all the new settings and software or whatever, on Instagram, my DMs just poof, just disappeared. Don't know where they went. Uh, so if you had sent me a message and I haven't responded yet and it's been months, don't think I'm ignoring you or I blocked you or something. Just, just copy paste it and send it to me again so that I could see it because it's just vanished. But while I'm at my little cabin in the woods retreat, I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine and I can actually take time and respond to these messages. And they deserve such thoughtful responses because they're beautiful messages. I can't just give a little thumbs up. I actually want to respond in a meaningful way because, um, again, they're, they're really beautiful messages. So I'll be doing that and, uh, and cooking and doing a little hike and putting some masks on and just, uh, unwinding. I cannot wait. It's going to be so good. So that's what I'll be doing for my birthday and Elliot's birthday. And we're just going to celebrate being little cancer crabs together in the forest. So I was trying to figure out what I should do for today's episode. And I gave it some thought and I'm like, well, I want this one to be for my low lifer. So that's why there's no guests today. It's just you and me. The way this podcast started day one, the OG low lifers know that solo episodes, which actually used to give me so much anxiety. 
because <laughs> I felt a little insane recording. I just, it's weird to talk to yourself for an hour. Like it kind of trips you out a little bit. But then as I continued to do them and I actually started to talk to you guys and get feedback from you, the listener, I realized that you guys actually like the solo ones just as much, if not more than when I have a guest. I was shocked, like plot twist, didn't expect that at all. So yeah, that's the plan for today's episode. So here we go. The first part of the show, let's say act one, uh, I'll be answering questions from the low lifers. I opened it up on Instagram on the questions on my story. And I said, you guys could ask me anything and everything, uh, whatever you want to know, ask away. Um, And you guys came through, had some great questions. So I'm going to answer those for act one. And then second part, I guess we'll call that Act two of today's show, uh, I'm doing the lowest moment segment. And I thought it was appropriate. I had to do it because, well, it's a confession that will go down in infamy <laughs> for any of the vinos who are also low lifers here listening from Queen Caitlin Bristow's podcast off the vine. You know exactly what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about the Shamu confession. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm sharing it here on this podcast for three reasons. Okay, so first reason, this moment was humiliating for me, the worst, but it also was a big turning point for me. And since this episode is like a birthday episode and I'm doing some self-reflection over here, my ultimate embarrassment was also a very liberating experience. And I learned from that experience. I learned not to take myself too seriously, which is so important. And another life lesson I I got from that experience from hell was I also learned to not care what people think. Who cares? Like, yeah, I was humiliated. I was embarrassing, but yeah, people were talking about it. And um, I hate that, but I can't control that. I can only control how I react to it. And I'm just going to take it and be positive about it. So it took me a long time to even talk about this confession, yet alone sharing it on a podcast. But uh, I'm glad I did because it was a lesson learned. Second reason why I'm sharing the uh, Shamu confession on the podcast is because, well, you know, my little Canadian maple delight, Caitlin, she's my best friend. I love her so much. And if I could have her part of a little birthday episode moment in any way, well, it just feels right. It feels like the perfect thing. I mean, Caitlin has been a real solid friend to me, especially these last few months. My God, she's one of like two people in my life that I am comfortable enough and close enough with that she has seen me break down and ugly cry and just be a mess. (laughs) Oh my God. She's seen a lot. She's a chamber of secrets and she's that friend for me. And there's only one other person that I would feel comfortable doing that with. And yeah. So yeah, that's the second reason why I was like, I got to have this Shamu confession from Queen Bristow up on the Low Life podcast. And the third and final reason why I decided to have it here was because, you know, that phrase, a joke is never funny the second time around. There's validity to that. It's true, especially when it comes to uh, specific stories as well. So it's funny because after I shared that on Caitlin's podcast, I actually had podcast hosts from other podcasts that had listened to it uh, and they wanted me to go on their podcast to share the same story with their listeners like, can you come in and tell that story on our podcast? And, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because <laughs> no. it's never as funny the second time around. And also, I'm in a very comfortable space, you know, talking with Caitlin and I could open up with her. And that's what I'm always able to do on her podcast. That's why I love 
hanging with her and podcasting with her because we are so comfortable and safe with each other um, that she's probably the only person that could get me to admit that story on a podcast with hundreds of thousands of people listening. And uh, yeah, she got that one out of me. It was deep in the vault, the uh, low life vault. And uh, she got it out of me. So it lives on forever on her podcast. And I thought I'll bring it here um, so it could have a special home at the low life podcast too. So without further ado, let's jump into the first act of today's show. The first segment, the lowdown segment. You're going to love this. Hit it. Welcome to the Lowdown segment. We're about to answer your questions that you've submitted. Uh, you guys submitted questions. This was about a month ago. I had opened it up on the gram, the hotline, and said you could ask me anything and everything. No topics off limits. Whatever you want to know. Just uh, type, type away and uh, we'll answer it on the pod. And you guys came through with some great questions. So my manager put them all together. And she said, here you go, Low. These are amazing. I don't know what they are yet. I haven't read any of them. I'm just going to be picking them at random here. I have my email opened up. And yeah, so we'll start answering some preguntas from you. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little nervous for this. Oh, shit. Okay, here we go. First one comes from Christina in Denver. Denver, Colorado. All right, Christina writes, Hi, Lolo. I'm 25. And even though we haven't met, I look at you like an older brother figure. Oh, because I'm an only child, too. What's some advice you would give your younger self? Also, how old are you? Based on your geriatric musical preferences, I would guess 76. <laughs> but you look 25 with that beautiful skin. I'm just a curious Coloradian. <laughs> okay, you got me with that looking 25. Bless you, because I'm 32 going on 82 mentally. So, yeah, I actually get that all the time. Like, how old are you, Lo? Just based on my musical choices and stuff, people are always like, what's happening? <laughs> Geriatric, though. Strong word choice, Queen. And that's a great question. What advice would I give my younger self? Hmm. I mean, I definitely don't have all the answers, and I haven't quite figured it all out yet. So <laughs> I'm still learning, too. Uh, but I definitely have had some life lessons along the way. I mean, I just talked about a bunch of them in this episode, but... Uh, what would I say to a 20-year-old puka shell-wearing, spray-tan, drippin', Abercrombie and Fitch fitted shirt-wearing Lucifer? <laughs> oh, God, I want to help that poor boy. <laughs> Just what comes to the top of my head would be when it comes to uh, relationships, friendships, any sort of relationship, really. Uh, back then, when I was in my 20s, I ran hard. I ran hard, I stretched myself thin, and I wanted to help so many people. Part of it was building relationships. Uh, part of it was trying to invest in people and hoping that they would invest in me. Uh, part of it is building community and, and purpose. And so I remember, you know, I would help people or do errands for people or just go above and beyond to be that friend. And I'm a total pleaser. Like naturally, that's how I am, which I think is a great attribute, but you have to be careful of that if you are a pleaser personality. Um, it works for my industry, but you can get taken advantage of. So you got to really set up some boundaries. But I guess the best advice would be you can help people, but not at the expense of yourself. And that unfortunately happened to me a lot in my 20s. And I noticed that little things with friends, like I'll give you an example. This is just a black and white one, real easy. But I have one friend of mine and I'd always do favors for her and help her out. And 
And uh, I remember one night we we're hanging out and she was a, a successful makeup artist. And I was always helping her with, you know, washing her brushes. And, you know, if she needed me to pick up a mascara for her from across town and bring it to her or whatever, I just really wanted her to succeed. Um, and I remember one night we we're hanging out and it was getting late and I had a big photo shoot the next day. And, you know, I was so excited for it. And I mean, at that age, everything's an exciting opportunity and you're so pumped for anything that comes your way. And I mean, part of that is just being so naive that everything's like the next big break for me. But this actually was a really great opportunity for me. So I had a shoot at like 7 a.m. the next day, and I still had a lot of work to prepare for it. Wanted to organize things and just go into it well-rested with a clear head perspective and just on my A-game, on my shit. So I'm at her place, we're having dinner, hanging out. And it was fun hanging with her, but I, I said, you know, I got to get going. Um, I got to cut the night short because I want to get my work done because I have a really exciting opportunity tomorrow for work and, and I don't want to screw it up. And, and she's like, are you serious? I said, well, well yeah, I, I, um, I'm serious. I got to go. <laughs> she's like, oh my God, don't be lame. Don't be that person. And there was another friend of ours there and, and she's like, you're not leaving. Get out of here. And she was punking me out. And calling me lame and, and saying, you know, you never spend time with us. You always have to bail, which I didn't have to do. But she was, you know, throwing a little guilt my way. And, I mean, present day low, I'd be like, okay, bye. <laughs> you know, like, whatever you think, it doesn't matter to me at this point. I have work to do. And that comes first. Uh, but in that moment, like 20-something-year-old low was like, all right, you know, of course, I'll stay. I'll stay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And I'll hang out. And I did. And then I was exhausted for the shoot the next day. I was a little out of it, felt like a zombie and wasn't on my A game. And I just got in my head about it. So that was like a really, you know, black and white type of situation. But the friends I have in my life now would would encourage me to go home and work <laughs> and, and prepare for something, an exciting type of business venture. And they understand because they're all, you know, wanting to do well in their own careers too. So little things like that. I can't blame that person though, because that's on me. I wasn't setting up healthy boundaries. And I guess to that point, I'd say, you know, Christine or 20 year old low, at some point you have to just get honest with yourself about what you really want. What makes you happy? What makes you tick? What makes you feel fulfilled? And also how you expect to be treated by your friends, by your colleagues, if you're in a relationship. That being said, setting standards and boundaries for people, they're important. And those standards and boundaries that you start setting in your life are only going to scare off the people who don't have your best interest at heart. Uh, the people that are not meant to be in your life for the long run. These are people that have their best interests at heart um, and they could give a shit about you. And I knew this friend loved when I was doing favors for her, loved that I would drop anything to go and help her and I'm extremely loyal, a freaking loyal lab over here. But I know she wouldn't do it for me. I know she wouldn't. And uh, I knew that deep down. I just didn't want to acknowledge that because... I don't know. Sometimes it's hard accepting the reality of truth about someone or your relationship. It's difficult to do, um, but it's necessary to do that. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid. Just do it. So hopefully you don't make that same mistake because I, I really wish I hadn't done that. I was saved time in, in relationships and invested in people that are worth your investment. I guess that's another part of it. Um, realize who's worth your investment and, and pay attention to the red flags. When I'm hanging out with someone, I'm really picking up on mental notes. Like, for example, if I'm sharing good news with someone, pay attention to their reaction. 
really focus in without them even realizing it, how they're receiving the information. Are they uninterested? Do they look like they're disappointed? Are they not truly that happy for you? Do they change the topic to go back to them? Red flag, red flag, red flag. Boom, out, goodbye. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully that helps you. (laughs) Good luck, queen. All right, our next lowdown question comes from Molly in Australia. Oh, damn, from the down under. She writes and says, Lo, I am studying abroad, and your podcast has got me through some lonely nights when I'm missing my family. My favorite episodes are when your parents are on. I'm obsessed with your bromance with Jason, too. You, Caitlin, and Jason have the best dynamic. Love the pod. Love you both. When are you guys going to be reunited? I miss the relationship so much. I need J-Lo back in my life. <laughs> I know. Same. Same, Molly. I need J-Lo back in my life too. Jason Tardik has just found his way into my heart and he is going to be there forever. I love him so much. And the fact that the dynamic with the three of us is so fun. Like, it's one of my favorite things. I can't believe we haven't met up yet, but I know Caitlin actually is going to be in town here in LA visiting for a bit. So I'll for sure see them then. That's coming up, I think, in the next couple of weeks. And then also I finally have my little trip planned for Nashville. And I'm going in August. I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. So we'll be able to hang out and and we're going to podcast together. And Caitlin has her off the vine studio. So I'll be hanging out with her in there. And I was just going to be the best. I'm so looking forward to that. So stay tuned. The reunion of a lifetime is coming up. All right. Our next question comes from Jonathan in Vancouver. Canadian. All right. Jonathan writes, Hey, Lo, I love listening to your podcast. I was dating a guy for two years. We broke up and it was brutal for me. I get it. I've been there, Jonathan. Uh, He writes, It's been about a year since the breakup and I started to put myself out there again with dating. It's been fun, but I feel like it's all about hookups and it gets sexual fast, especially in gay culture. Now, I'm really looking for something more than just physical, but I don't know how to navigate this one. Any advice? And what does it take to get a guy like you <laughs> asking for a friend? You seem like a hard one to land. Winky face. Oh, Jonathan is just flirting. Wow. Look at him. Bold move, Jonathan. Doesn't take much to land a guy like me. Really doesn't. All it takes is fresh cut white roses, air conditioning in your home, a jar of cloths and pickles, and uh, a good sense of humor. <laughs> That's it. You'll get me in bed with you just like that. Boom, I'm ready. Spread eagle. (laughs) Doesn't take much. No, Uh, here's the thing. I get what you're saying, but uh, it's not only gay culture that's like that with the whole dating situation. It leads to sex right away. I've had a few of my girlfriends tell me that they're kind of in the same situation where guys are so hungry for it. And it's just goes right to like, are we hooking up or not? Dick pic, dick pic. And it gets uncomfortable if they're not looking for that too. I have one girlfriend. She's like, I'm so down. (laughs) She likes to just have a little fun. Uh, But uh, no shame to that. You do what you want to do. But I'm in the boat with you of, of wanting something more. And I definitely think that when it comes to dating, what's worked for me, and it's funny you say that I'm like a hard one to get because I don't look at it like that at all for me. But Uh, You're not the first person to say that, Uh, but it's probably because I'm so transparent that it kind of startles people. Like there's no guesswork with me. Like I'm going to tell you exactly how I'm feeling. Um, I just put all my cards out on the table in a healthy way, of course. But when I go on a date, I'm going to let someone know, like, it's not going to get physical. Just putting it out there. 
And you could say it in like a funny way or a cute way. Like you find your, however you want to deliver that message uh, to each their own. But I've been crystal clear with that from the get uh, when it comes to going on dates and stuff. And some people they're like, Hey, I respect that. And totally. And, and I'm down to, you know, take it slow. I, I actually love that. How refreshing. I had one guy that was like, wow, that's like so not common um, at all. He looked at me like a little unicorn. Uh, and then I had someone else that was like, check, please moving on. And I totally understood that too. So I think just being transparent and letting someone know like, Hey, I like to take things slow, or I'm actually looking for something a little bit more and just feeling it out. You'd be surprised that someone that actually goes into it, just wanting a hookup could end up actually wanting more as well. They're just using the the whole let's hook up and that sexuality and the physicality uh, card as a barrier, almost like a defense mechanism to not have people get close to you. It's weird. I know. But anyway, I've talked about it with my therapist, but it's fine to hook up on the first date. But there's something to say about really getting to know someone and choosing to invest in that person and and knowing that what you both want is for it to turn into something um, that could be serious. And I think if you're both on that same page. When you finally do have sex, as long as you want to wait until that happens, it's going to be incredible just because the connection's already there. Um, so then the physical part, it kind of just automatically, you know, if you feel that spiritual, incredible connection with someone, the physical part is just going to take it to another level and you'll be booed up before you know it. Good luck dating out there, Jonathan in Vancouver. All right. Next one comes from Casey in Florida and she writes, hey, pretty puta. <laughs> How cute. Hey, pretty puta. I love your podcast. And would you ever consider doing a merch line? You have impeccable taste and I love your fashion. Just saying I would be a customer in Florida. Love you. Oh, Casey, love you. And absolutely want to do a freaking merch line. I've been wanting to do it for a while, actually, but I've been holding off intentionally uh, because I want to make sure it's the right price. I want it to be affordable, fashion forward, chic, cute, amazing. So there's a lot of factors that play into that, you know, manufacturing wise and design team. Do I want to partner with the designer or just design it exclusively on my own uh, or do a capsule collection or whatever? And I've been negotiating and talking to different people in that world. So but something's going to happen. It's bound to happen. And um, I just don't want it to be just like hoodies. You know, I want something chic and soft and just uh, something you'll love. So I don't know when it's going to happen, but yeah, it's something I've definitely thought about. So thanks for being a future first customer. I'll take you up on that, Casey. All right. We have time for one more. This comes from Mallory in California. She writes, happy birthday, Cancer King. All right, low. F Mary Kill. Michael B. Jordan, Harry Styles, and Henry Cavill? Which one's that? Oh, I know who that is. He's like in the uh, Marvel movies, right? Okay. Michael B. Jordan, Harry Styles, and uh, Henry Cavill. I'm going to marry Harry Styles. Yeah, marry him. He's an artist. Love the music. Tats. I feel like he would be so fun to do life with. I'm going to... Henry Cavill. Yeah, hands down. That would be fun. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do like a long-term relationship. He's like too, he's like too pretty, which is actually a turnoff for me. <laughs> so it'd just be like a one and done sitch. So that'd be fun. A little romp in the sack with good old Henry Cavill. And I guess uh, Michael B. Jordan is dying then. Bye. Stab, stab. <laughs> 
I mean, he's beautiful too, but yeah, if I have to just get rid of one, I guess that would be the one. Oh, fun one though. I wonder why you picked those people, Mallory. Like quite the variety, all different shapes, colors, and sizes, heights. <gasps> Love that. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. Act two of today's show. We're talking lowest moment segment. If you've heard this before, well, hopefully my humiliation could put a smile on your face and make you laugh for another round two. Um, and if you haven't heard this before, well, you're in for quite a treat. So, so strap yourself in and uh, let's get ready to dive into the next segment, which is lowest moments. Uh, it's confession time. Hit it. Okay, do you remember those things? They're at like, it's like Universal City Walk. I don't know, like outdoor shopping, entertainment type areas. You, yeah. you remember we did Universal City Walk for your birthday? Yeah. And they have this thing and it's like an uh, outdoor parachute not parachute you can jump out of a plane get that feeling and it's like the air vents are there what do you call that shit what is it what's that called when you <laughs> i have no idea oh nadine thank Skydive. you oh my god nadine my freaking motor <laughs> skills today it's like not even that difficult i was like, like i have no idea where there's i'm like cloud surfing no it's <laughs> skydiving of course thank you so yeah they have a sky uh i guess it's like a uh, what do you call it when you can like um, reenact it like have uh -huh. that same feeling oh yeah i know what you're talking I about i can't speak today but That's i'm realizing okay. skydive simulator yeah. God. Skydive Bless simulator. Her. Simulator. Oh. <laughs> yeah. A skydive. A skydive simulator. English is not my first language. Okay. Well, here we go. So uh, the skydiving simulator at Universal City Walk, but they have them at several places. Yeah. And I have no desire to do something like that. But the group I was with was really excited about it. So okay. you, you got to put on your, your little skydiving outfit and you got all the little things and you, you zip them up. I, did I tell you this one before? I don't remember. No. Okay, good. So I was humiliated. Um, <laughs> but you put on you put on your little jumpsuit and it has Velcro on it. And the guy, the skydiving instructor, you watch a video. They give you all these rules. And you go in there. It's a solo mission. Just you and the instructor. Yeah. And you, you go in and then the wind starts you know, going up and you freaking jump into it. Well, the wind's already going. The guy goes in, does his thing, and then he opens <laughs> it and like brings you into it with him. As soon as you go in, you're freaking flying. You're skydiving. Yeah. So you're cloud surfing. You're cloud surfing. So, <laughs> so they show the video and I noticed that my Velcro on my jumpsuit, it was like, you could tell it's, it's been around for a while. Like the Velcro wasn't as Velcro-y on it. Yeah. And there was like, I think like three on the chest and then like, like one on the side or whatever like that. So anyway, um, and you could wear your clothes, you know? So I had like uh gym shorts on and a, a freaking t-shirt, like a baggy t-shirt. Yeah. I get into the line and each person goes up. Mind you, this skydiving simulation is in the middle of Universal City Walk. Mm -hmm. And and it's, it attracts people. There's always people like just watching, you know, it's right. kind of like the riding the bull. People like to see, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. So and Universal City Walk is packed. So all these people are like, you know, watching like an aquarium, watching freaking <laughs> Shamu and the, 
So I. Uh, He's our baby whale. <laughs> She's our baby whale. So the first three people go up and and they're doing great. And like the guy kind of like makes sure like you, you know, you don't fly up into the ceiling. You don't go too yeah. high and he can like show you how to do like a flip or whatever. And it's really cool. And everyone seemed to be nailing it. So then, by the way, I I knew this guy didn't like me because of what happened. So. So I get in there. It's my turn up. And I decide, and he he made it very clear. When you go in, you just starfish. Just a starfish. Don't try and do anything else. Okay. If you do, it won't be good. And I'm like, okay. Because I saw the three people before me, and they were kind of like moving their legs a little bit. Like, I've seen I'm, Willy Wonka. I know how this works. I've seen. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm like, don't tell me what to do in my sky simulation. So. I get in there and right away I want to do like the Superman pose, right? Yeah. Like you know, the one arm out, one leg cocked back, like, whoa, like one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. And I don't know what happened, but before I knew it, my straps on the front of my chest, kind of like a onesie jumpsuit, oh, no. completely flew open and and the <laughs> the bottoms ripped open too. And it it created like this air bubble around me of fabric, like garbage bags, it looked like. But the problem was with it going up for some reason, because my shorts weren't tight enough, my shorts were completely down and my shirt was completely up because of all the wind, of course. And it was like the wind is hitting and it's this really unflattering. It was so <laughs> gross because my dick was just flailing in the wind no. just yeah caitlin it, it was com it was completely <laughs> exposed my dick and ball everything all a cart showing and i was but then the thing that i mean i was embarrassed about that because it was actually it was a cold wind it's cold <laughs> wind so it's not like the most flattering it's not like it's like this your little pee pee was just flapping <laughs> And then because my shirt flew up, but you're like kind of like in this like squatting, like <laughs> flying. So, so like your belly, like it's like you feel like and it's like hitting <laughs> your skin. So it looks just like flubber. <laughs> like even if you're ripped, which I wasn't like ripped going in there, you know, like I had a Chipotle burrito for lunch, you know, so like I was full and uh, and it just my pregnant belly and my dick is flailing. And and I started screaming, oh like screaming. And this this guy, this is why I know, because he could have flipped, like hurried up and like, I don't know, brought me into his arms or something. He flips me around on my back like a turtle on its shell. And I'm like, I, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to freaking kill myself after this because... It's so unflattering. I'm like so upset just talking about it. And then finally he like like turn off the machine or whatever and I like float down. And I'm just like and everyone like I see everyone around the tank watching Shamu and everyone's like either laughing or horrified. More so horrified. Like I saw moms like don't look like like that man's dick is out. And I um I've never felt more shame because I know there's a lot of people that saw that. Oh, and by the way, they have video too. They they record everything. Please like, tell me about this. <laughs> yeah, I do. 
gonna so they have video and you could buy the video of like your I'm experience. Wheezing. I'm wheezing. <laughs> it was so it was so shitty, you know? It's just and like the, the that guy who did that to me, his name's Tyler, by the way. Of course it is. Uh, of course. It was either <laughs> Tyler or Chad. <laughs> I can't breathe. Yeah. I was like, why didn't you get me down sooner? And he's like, because I told you not to move. I was like, oh. He's like, I told you not. As soon as you went in, you did the Superman. Like, he was all pissed at me. He's like, so that's what happens when you do that. And you didn't tie, you didn't buckle up your suit, right? I'm like, I, I Velcroed it. I'm sorry you have some cheap-ass Velcro that doesn't work. So that's why my freaking my nuts and everything but it's like oh one of those God. things where like <laughs> it took me years to feel confident looking at myself in the mirror after oh, that no. because it's such an unflattering image that i had in my head of myself not to mention to look anyone I was with like, would be unflattering in that position at the wind oh. blowing too you know like it's, so, it's not like, like a light breeze <laughs> vigorous like wind tunnel whoa like freaking just and just my balls like are inverted at this point completely i feel like i'm gonna throw up from laughing so hard it was terrible i'm anyway. so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry that happened to you i know sucks man oh my god did you go to therapy after i did i I was like really like man my body image i was like this is me you know plus it's like that's how people see me (laughs) not to mention like like i all the friends that were there and a couple i had two clients and four friends so these people are all fully aware of my inverted penis and my flubs I'm actually gonna throw up. Um, we, we, at least we know it's not inverted because it was flapping in the wind. It was flapping, yeah, but it just was like not the best light to shine for him. Yeah. Wow. En- Enrique. That's what I named him. Enrique is the name I of my wiener. Love you so much that it hurts my insides. Well, I love you too. Like, and- I just love you and your stories and things. <laughs> the way you paint the picture, that's everything. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I've been saving that one for a while <laughs> because I couldn't even talk about it, to be honest. I've done like 20 episodes with you, but I never have brought that one up because I'm like, it still is painful. <laughs> now oh I'm at the God. point I could finally talk I about can't believe, my embarrassment. Like, have, you, have you not burned that video or like, can we watch it? <laughs> Caitlin, swipe up. I'm like, no, I'm not. God. But but I want to see you so badly. I'll show it to you. You will. I will. I, I don't I I don't think I could put that online. There's actually, I don't think I know I will never put that online. <laughs> ever. I would die. I would die. Oh God. I'm but so sorry that that must have been so humiliating. Like <laughs> If that would no matter what no matter what person is in there that would that's that's um i'd have nightmares about that for a while yeah, yeah. and it's just like the whole thing you got the helmet on it's just like, <laughs> 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 it's like not nothing's cute like there's my no part my favorite part is that you were just so 
excited to go in with the Superman pose. Like, you're like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Superman pose. I'm like, this is a win for the gays. Like, I just <laughs> And I shamed them. My community. Oh. Holy shit. That's Man. good. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that oh. is the hardest I have laughed in a very long time. <laughs> like, oh, I kind of have to calm myself down because I feel sick. The heart is beaten out of its <laughs> yeah. chest. God, I miss being with you so much. And we would laugh like this. Oh. So, but I remember when you had, like, broken ribs, broken ankles. <laughs> I was like, like stop you, making me laugh. <laughs> you're like, low. you can't do it. Like, yeah. you were actually firm. When you wake up in the morning and be like, hey. No not today. today. No laughter today because <laughs> I'm in a lot of pain. And like you were all bandaged up. Not today, Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. So there it is. My Shamu confession. God. An embarrassing but very humbling life experience that can now live here on the Low Life Podcast for you to enjoy. Oh, shit. <laughs> what a journey we've been on today. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I love doing this with you guys. All right, just got to say thank you. Gracias to my low lifers for just helping this old bitch out, you know, just really just <laughs> helping me out with the reviews and uh, downloading the podcast and sharing it with your friends and your family and whoever you can share it with and also leaving reviews because it helps tremendously with the podcast. I'm so excited because I want to find a way to thank you uh, for taking the time to leave a review because it does help tremendously with the podcast, especially an up and comer little engine that could or couldn't at times like the low life podcast for you to take the time to review it. It helps with the analytics and the algorithm and helps with sponsors and just all around. It's just something that's very helpful uh, for a new podcast, especially. Uh, so thank you for doing that. And uh, I'm excited because um, I went a little ham on Amazon, just went nuts. And I ordered a bunch of stuff from the shit you didn't know you needed episode summer edition. So I got a bunch of goodies from that episode that I'm going to be giving to you as a gift. Um, I'll be picking people at random. Um, when you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, if you could just do me a solid put your Instagram handle in the review. Um, if you do that, then I can slide into your DMs, get your address and send you a treat from the low life gifting suite. So yeah, I bought some stuff on Amazon and then I went nuts and got a bunch of like pickle popcorn, trashy sangria mix. We got some uh, salt and vinegar almonds coming in and yeah, just a bunch of goodies. Um, hyaluronic acid serums, some of my favorite skincare products, gifts from our sponsors and summer treats and just, yeah, gift cards. It's fun. It's like Christmas in July and yeah, I'm just doing this with the queen. Like, I don't even think my producer knows I'm doing this. Like, it's just... <laughs> It's just something I want to do uh, for my listeners and just to thank you and show gratitude and just, yeah, appreciate you for taking the time to leave a review and also to support the podcast because there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. So the fact that you take the time to be here with me and also to support it uh, and give the five stars and all that, it, it really helps. And I, I want you to know I will never take you for granted as a listener and and your time is valuable and I appreciate you. So that's why we're doing a little low life gifting suite uh, for the month of July, which would be great. Then, of course, I'm going to do it again and again to see how this one goes first. But make sure you put your Instagram handle and yeah, then I'll slide into your DMs. Queen's going to pick about 25 names. I'll pick another 25 names for the first round. We'll do 50 giveaways. That's what we're shooting for. 50 
to 75. <laughs> I've been going a little nuts on Amazon. But gifts is my love language. I love giving gifts. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I got these cute boxes and oh yeah, I went nuts at Michael's. And anyway, it's going to be fun. Little personalized gift boxes with treats for you guys. So, all right. So I want to share some reviews right now. I read each and every single one of them and they could be anything you want. You could leave multiple reviews because the more, the better. Um, and again, you could write a message. You could throw up a little dick emoji, unicorn stars, couple hot dogs, whatever you want it to be. <laughs> really though, um, I'm cracking up because I'll see like tamales and like random pieces of meat and dicks everywhere. And <laughs> it's so good. Okay. So first one up, let's give a little shout out moment to Miss Taylor Jones, 95 Taylor underscore Jones, 95. Uh, so she gave a five-star review and she wrote low. You are such a light. Your energy and enthusiasm comes through on every podcast. I listened to you on KB's podcast and adored you too. The story you told about Dookie in your parents' backyard had me on the floor. <laughs> oh, that story was really funny. Oh, I miss my Dookie. All right, she writes, after that, I couldn't wait for your own podcast. I love all of your suggestions for content. And I watched my octopus teacher after you suggested it like 10 times. <laughs> I did. I know, because I love it. You think I have like stocks in that movie. I'm a shareholder. Like I'm part of the production team. No, just obsessed with Octopi. Anyway, she continues to write. This past year was my last year of law school. <gasps> oh, she an educated queen. Your podcast is one of the ways I could escape my boring and difficult reality. The episodes with your mom are so beautiful. It shows what a cutie you are by all of the amazing people in your life that you bring on. I die over you and Elliot's conversations. Your humor is just everything, and I'm constantly smiling and laughing while listening. I recently had an enormous loss, and your podcast has really been a light. I love you so much and hope all the best for you. This podcast is so genuine, honest, and hilarious, and something I think we all need right now with a heart. And here are some eggplants for you. And she threw like four dicks my way. Oh, Taylor underscore Jones 95. What a beautiful review. Thank you for writing that. And I'm so sorry you're going through it right now. I have been there. It's not a fun place to be. So if I could help in any way possible um, as you go through a grieving process, like Queen, I'm here for you, sending nothing but love, positivity, good vibes, and prayers your way. Really, my heart goes out to you because I, I know what it's like to deal with loss. So I'm happy that I could at least make you smile while you're going through it. So thank you for that. All right, next review comes from Angelica B, A-N-J-E-L-I-C-A, capital B. Oh, I love her name on the gram. It's Jelly Beans. Oh, so sweet. Okay, she gives five stars and she wrote, laugh out loud with a tamale king. Tamale emoji. <laughs> Lo, I cannot get through an episode without laugh crying tears. I first heard you on Caitlin Bristow's Soon Tartics podcast. And wow, I just adored your friendship and random convos and I had to come over to the Low Life Show. You are such a true, genuine, and caring person. And your one-liners get me every single time. There are very few people who could hold down a solo podcast, but Low, you do it flawlessly. Well, <laughs> jury's still out on that one, Angelica, but thank you for that. I'm perfectly imperfect and super messy. All right, she continues to write, I seriously just want to make a trashy sangria, put on the Tina documentary, and invite you and Caitlin over for a sushi, dinner, and laughs. Thanks for being such a light and always keeping it honest and real. P.S. Love the queen. P.P.S. First review ever, but I had to do one so you get those sponsors and keep the laughs coming. <gasps> you little jelly bean. 
So sweet of you to write that in. Yeah, Caitlin and I are on our way. That's one thing we could never say no to is wine and sushi. Oh, God, that sounds so good right now. All right, I have another review coming in hot from Carrie M-E-J-B. Carrie writes, episode 38, five stars. Oh, that's an Elliot episode. She writes, please add Elliot's laugh at the end of the episode to your intro exit theme music. Heart, crying, laughing face, praise hands, exclamation mark. That is all, Carrie. (laughs) It's so funny you say that because I love Elliot's laugh. Like I'm addicted to it. Like it's tahine for me. I just want to put it on everything. That laugh moment at the end that you're talking about was actually from an episode we did like four weeks ago, but I loved it. So I put it on this episode as well. Anyway, I'm glad you noticed that because I'd like to make it a permanent fixture here at the Low Life Podcast, as is Elliot. He's an institution here. Uh, So I'll definitely be including that laugh now. I'm going to ask my editor if he could add that in because that would be really cute to have that. Oh, so special. Oh, that would be such a cute little birthday surprise for Elliot. His laugh is now a permanent part of the show. (gasps) I love that. All right, I have time for one more review. I'm going to go with Jordan underscore Ray. I would love that name. She writes, favorite podcast, five stars. I love this podcast so much. I look forward to it each week. And I love how Low makes sure us listeners take away something from each episode. Love you, Low Heart. Also, I love how you had Britta on the podcast. Oh, yeah, she's my skincare specialist, dermatology queen. Uh, she has been doing my mom's Botox for over a decade now. Oh, my God. I hope we could meet someday. Uh, Jordan Ray, yeah, Britt has been doing my Botox for like a decade too. <laughs> I love her so much. Okay, I'm going to have her come back too. Um, I got a, I actually got to book an appointment with her. But yes, love that. Oh, that means you're from Orange County? Are you an Orange County queen too? Amazing. Thank you for leaving that review. And I'm so glad you're getting something from the podcast. That's very important for me that uh, each and every single episode, there's something. You know, we don't want to waste time here. I want you to get a little something, something, a little morsel Um, Every time you come here and uh, hang out at the Low Life Podcast. Thank you again for all of those beautiful reviews. And again, I'm going to read all of them and uh, I'll be picking people and sending out some treats. I hope you have a wonderful weekend ahead. Put on a mask, eat a pickle, take some edibles, perhaps live your best life. But don't forget to drink your water, Futas. Because I know you're thirsty. (laughs) We love you. And we're out. Bye, guys. (laughs) <laughs> we keep it moving, yeah, we do. Hey, y'all, I'm Brandi Cyrus. Wait, are we live? <laughs> and that's my mom, Tish. Sorry, we're stoned. You're going to have to talk into the mic, toots. Hey, everybody. It's Tish the Dish here. Just ready to dish on all of life's hottest topics. And plus, you'll hear crazy family stories, design tips, and oh, so much more. So follow our pod and find us on Instagram at Sorry We're Stoned so you don't miss an episode. Bye, stoners.